Oh, they were like, no, no. Then the next day, you no, pop no. up with this same no. Air One. I'm like, bruh, how are how we going to be with each other every weekend that's not when we got the same fucking sleep? When we going to come yeah. out looking like twins like we are high school? Fuck out here. I took them shit right back. That's not what happened. Try to wear a match of Air Ones, bro. Yeah, that's like, not what happened. No. We were talking about it the week before. He said, "Yeah, I can't find them." I said, "Yeah, I want to get them." Um, I said, "I got them." Never said you got them. I said I got them. Never said you got them. And then my that's mom got them. The few times my, I ever took a shoe back, bro. And then my mom got them for me. I didn't even get them because you told her you wanted them. Yeah, I told her two weeks before when we talked about it that I wanted them. I didn't That's crazy, get them for bro. Me. I've I, I've taken two sneakers back before, those and Citrus Nines, and I got them, uh, Air Max two thousand and nines, white and or silver and orange. But funny enough, if you do feel like that was a misstep on my part, Karma got me because somebody took those out of my car a couple months ago. See, man, I mean. Karma has no time limits. That was, at least, that was 10 plus years, probably. I've been wearing them shits three times a year. <laughs> that was a great shoot of me. A great fucking shoot of me. Somebody took them shits right out of my car, dog. That is foul. Yeah, yeah. man, but uh, we was from the chair. We back. Had a week off, man. Had a, had a lot of time. Uh, what you get into over the past couple of weeks? Uh, last weekend, I went to <clears throat> for the Eagles. Eagles keep winning. It's amazing. Very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got an email from my complex. They're opening this new restaurant downstairs. They're doing an open bar for the Eagles. It's like 75 bucks a ticket for the Super Bowl party. I think mm-hmm. it might be worth it. It might be worth it. I don't know. That's so um, Just because, like, I want to come down there because I know a couple people that are probably going to have something. But also, like, if they win, am I going to want to go down to Broad and shit? And get you? I ain't going to lie. You in Philly? I get one to be around your people, but that's, you in Philly? Do I, am I really going to come down to Delaware to watch the Super Bowl? That's what I'm saying. Does that make any sense? And then Brandon just texted me and said he thinks he's getting a hotel and uh, staying up here. I, he could just stay up here. But you know when people have girls and shit, they girls don't be as comfortable couch sleeping. Yeah, that's a different animal. Yeah, it's a whole different genre. Like, guys, it's like, yeah, like... Yeah. Couch, the floor, hours. wherever there's space. 100%. Like, air mattress set up, all good. Uh, when you got girlfriends and shit, it's a different different dynamic. Yeah. Um, yes, I need to figure out that shit. Uh, but, yeah, everything's been chill. Everything's everything been good. Why, why did we miss the pod last week? You know, some I don't know. Uh, I guess. I mean... So yeah, <laughs> like, we had some grown-up things to do. Yeah, uh, Definitely relocated, relocated, uh, made some adult decisions and relocated, uh, yeah, moved, uh, house, new lifestyle, man, it's, it's overwhelming. Bought a house. It it still hasn't hit me, but yeah, I'm here. Um, dedication to deal, I could give an example of a good friend, uh, this man comes from work in his work clothes. Uh, it helps the brother move in. I mean, we had it. We had it covered. I don't know if you guys. Like, well, we got people, so I mean, don't don't push it. I didn't know he was coming in slacks and uh, dress shoes, but there he goes strolling down the sidewalk. I'm like, this brother got his work shit on. And he pulled up work clothes, uh, moved in, uh, got one of the impossible couches in the basement. It was it was a good time, man. Uh, family came through. Yeah, man. So that's why we missed the last pod. But other than that, man, watching watching the games, we had a 
great set of NFL weekend. Uh, I ain't really do too much other than move. Just trying to get this shit situated, man. It's a lot going on, kinda. But I'm, I'm, yeah. This shit is, it's weird, but it ain't weird. It's like it don't even feel like it's yours. I don't even know when that's gonna hit me, but. Dude, I came out of drinking retirement last night or last weekend and got banged up at the tailgate. How um, you you couldn't wait another week? No, it's a tailgate. I'm not like, what are you talking about? Goodness gracious. I mean, if you so dedicated, you couldn't. It was the 28th. You couldn't bro. drink all month, but you can tailgate and drink. You could have you could have went out there with some seltzer water, club soda, and the like, what if they would have lost. You know, like how many opportunities do I get to go out to the little FC championship tailgate? Well, I mean, I don't blame you. I just wouldn't have no. committed to no damn month of month of not drinking and then drink at the end of the damn month. <laughs> like, I thought my first day back would be the first day of Black History Month, and you know it's not but your first day back drinking. There it is. Oh shit! It is Black History Month, and we got two black quarterbacks yeah. in the Super Bowl. This is crazy. It is, man. It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful time. So, mm-hmm. was was the buying the house moving process as stressful as it seems? Uh, not on my end because I'm not as stressful. I don't get like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not the worry warrior that a lot of people are. Um, I see how it can be, uh, just because of all the uncertainties and all the shit that can go wrong in the process, but. I'm definitely not a worry warrior, so when the process, I'm just like, all right, well, when it happens, we don't know. If it doesn't and something falls through, then that shit ain't meant. I'm I'm big on the, if it's meant for you to be, if it's not, then fuck it. I'm big on that, so I was like, if, if we supposed to have the house, we're going to have it. So it was definitely some uh, questionable things with the house before we got it, but everything came through, so shit, we here now. Just got a lot of work to do. Uh, not necessarily a lot of work, but a lot of shit we want to change as far as like painting and rearranging shit. Yeah, so we'll nice. we'll figure it out. No rush though. I ain't, I ain't the type to rush. Kind of want to look look a one when we get it all done. You have so any interactions with the neighbors yet? Yeah, met one of the neighbors. They got like <laughs> they got a couple of people living in there. I'll say that. Um, Another neighbor met them briefly, just on a quick "What's up? How you doing?" type shit. Uh, the neighborhood ain't—I don't even know what kind of neighborhood we in. Honestly, I mean, it don't look. It don't. It's just like a regular ass neighborhood. All types of different people. Uh, the area we moved in, I was a little worried about what kind of people would be around here, but I'm seeing <clears throat> it's very diverse and it's a lot of kids around here as well. So, shouldn't yeah. be too crazy. Like you're in like a newer kind of area. I don't know what I don't know what kind of area this is. I'm I'll figure out soon though. I like when you move and you like figure out how you're gonna set up the house. Yeah, like, we're like, in the process of doing people go here, like this or this, like this where my artwork's gonna go. That's best part. Yeah, and the space is pretty big. It's bigger than I thought. And it's like we got a lot to we got a lot to cover, I'll say, because nobody wants bare walls. The walls are still bare because like I said, we painting. We haven't hung up any TVs or nothing because of that as well. So it's definitely a cool process. Um, I feel like I should have did this five years ago, but I'm here now. So perfect timing, I guess. Hindsight's 2020. Yeah. Now I have to buy a house, just like the Air Forces. That's kind of you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go buy the same house. <laughs> it's fire, though, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. No, it's big, man. You should have popped a bottle of champagne on the pot. I forgot about it. 
Uh, maybe next week. Maybe next week when I got some space to spill the shit. There we go. This this definitely ain't the uh, final location of my pod. I'm a, I'm gonna have that shit right. But I threw this together in about five minutes. But yeah, I'm a sooner or later, probably maybe in about a month, it'll it'll look right. Nice, man. Congrats. It's uh, it's dope. Oh, appreciate it. Can't wait for the housewarming party, Super Bowl party. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. That's only two weeks away. Dude, you also reminded me. I talked to Jake last week, and Flock and his wife agreed that he can come on the show uh, once a month now. So. Oh, he got a he got a he signed a a, a once a month deal. I typed it out. He forwarded it over to his wife, and we're we're good to go. So once a month, Jake will come on. Wow. Fine with us. Wow, I feel like I feel like that's fire. First off, yeah. Shout out to Jake. That's so fire. I feel like we may have to get guests on maybe after maybe two months, but guests on for him to. I don't know. Pick at their brain, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out because we gotta make the Jake episodes special. Mm-hmm. Make it make it a thing when Jake pops up. Is but it's been damn near a year now since we've seen Jake right. on here. Yeah, almost a year. That's what we're counting up. I'm like, bro, you think I think you did like three pods after I moved up here. My least free news next month. So it's been yeah, pretty much a year. And I ain't gonna lie, like people still ask for Jake. Like, yo, what happened to the guy that I used to do the podcast with? Oh, well, back had some, you know, had some kids and life. life yeah, life. life. So, yeah, it's good to hear he'll be back around. The flock is coming back once a month. Hopefully, we'll get at least to get. I got a few people I think will be interesting to come on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hopefully, we do like two solo Johns, two, two, one flock, one guest, and keep it going. We'll figure this shit out. Uh, yeah, two weeks left us with a lot of content. What do you want to go into? I mean, where do we start? A lot of shit been going on, so. You People's the best movie ever, right? You People <laughs> is up there. I don't know if it's the best movie ever, but what, why Why you say it's the best movie uh, ever? Because you know, <laughs> Jonah Hill pulls more in London? <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of black women love that movie. I'm like, nice. <laughs> I think a lot. I mean, I ain't about to take away from the movie, but a lot of people, I think, was happy to also just see Lauren London back on the screen. Yeah, it's been so fucking long when she's had a role where she's throughout the whole entire movie. Yeah, it was good. That's not the best movie. I feel like seven and a half, eight. It was funny. I thought it was funny. I had a lot of laugh out loud moments in there. I like the racial commentary and shit. Lauren London looks good, man. She's just a good looking lady. So it's nice to see her. The cast was good. Jonah Hill looks different. Um, Jonah yeah. Hill definitely threw me off. I was like, I don't know if that comes from the weight loss or... Matter of fact, I ain't going to pass judgment on Jonah Hill. Who knows what the fuck he's going through. Yeah, so like, I watched Jonah this. Uh, Jonah did this cool documentary about him and his therapist like uh, uh, last year. Yeah, my um, girl just was watching that. Yeah, okay. So I've watched some of it. and Jake had told me about it. Um, I guess he surfs a lot now too, so you know, like that. Was, oh, whatever. But um, yeah, he's funny as shit, and I like Eddie Murphy. I like Eddie Murphy in the non PG roles. Eddie Murphy in non PG movies is top tier comedy. Um, that's the first movie. I, like I told you, I went to go see House Party. It had me like, huh, like yeah. you know, the regular. <laughs> but this shit had me like legit, legit, legit laughing. Like I'm laughing out loud type shit. Like. Yeah, nah. That shit was funny as shit. It was funny. Um, I saw a lot of people going like that. Uh, you either like it or you don't. 
some people were kind of coming up the chemistry Jonah Hill and Laura London had. I, like, I didn't think it was that unrealistic because I know it's, I know a few guys that like date up. Like, it's not like that. Like, pretty. The girl only thing they're saying I think was unrealistic is because they're looking at it from Laura London's perspective. They're not looking at it from an LA girl perspective. I think they're looking at it like Lauren London would never date Jonah Hill, but it's like, maybe but Lauren London's be. character would date Jonah Hill's character. Well, maybe That's she the point. would. I don't fucking know who she would date. Who you knows? Know, like, I mean, I guess comparing to what she had, he wouldn't think he would go date a, a British millionaire. You know, like, <laughs> gotta be. Like, he gotta be. <laughs> But like shit like that, like you don't really know, like Serena Williams, whoever she dates, like it's it's all like a it's interesting. But yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I, I, like the funny part was it's exaggerated, but like my experience is not like that awkward. I thought it was funny how much he was lying. So like even when he's lying down to the ring, he's lying to Eddie Murphy. I'm like, why the fuck do he lying about? Everything, dog. But the <laughs> shit was funny as shit. I'm just like, yo, why Jonah keep lying? I, I will say the movie had me engaged. It's like a two-hour movie. Had me engaged for like an hour 30. When the breakup happened, I kind of disengaged, but it was still cool to see. Uh, it was also cool to see Chelsea in there. You know, I've been rocking with Chelsea since day one on the Brilliant Idiots. Guy nice. code shit. So seeing him in the fucking movie, I was just like, oh, shit, look at this. Wish he would have had a speaking role. Um, he did. He spoke at the uh, ceremony. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. He did. Yeah. He did. Um, are people that tone deaf? To what? Like his mom? I would I would assume like that literally has to be how it is as far as both sides. Like, I could, it was funny, but it was like, damn, that's probably so real for a lot of people. Like, I just, just randomly, because I mean, even me being black, like somebody would just bring up police brutality, and I'm just like, bro, what? <laughs> like, I did like to take that. His like, parents. at least let it be on the news, and then you like, oh, that's fucked up, and then we get into a discussion. But when you just out the blue, like, damn, did you, you know, police brutality is fucked <laughs> oh, up. It was like, yo, I'm just gonna get this out too. Yo. <laughs> No, we ain't police brutality. The dad singing ordinary people on the piano. <laughs> what the fuck? What is going on? <laughs> but it's funny because even Lauren's character in them positions as a black person, you just accept it. You just like, all right, I'm here. Just smile, smile and nod. Um, I did like that they took the approach that his parents weren't racist, and the whole time they were trying to prove. How not racist they were, which made them kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like that—that that can be awkward. Like um, you said, just tone deaf to the fullest. And I like that Eddie Murphy was disappointed that his daughter was dating a white because that happens. That happens. Hundred percent happens. Yeah, and then I mean, I think the good part is they didn't make it the fairy tale shit where it's like, oh, the whole shit's cool, like. Oh, they prove it. He he hoops at the park with the thugs, and he proves that he's cooling down. Eddie Murphy's still like, I don't fuck with the motherfucker, it's though. Fucking yeah, and then you realize later, you see your daughter sad. You're like, oh, shit, she really loved this boy. Yeah. Fuck it. I, I still pre personally wouldn't pre have this preference for you, but fuck it if it makes you happy. Um, yeah. More power to him. I did like that spin on it. Um I like when he was telling Mike Epps and Eddie Murphy that he does a podcast about the culture, and they're like, well, "What culture?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What culture, dog? What culture is that? Um, 
Nah, the niggas in Paris part was funny too. Yeah. I'm like, so why you like this? That like, <laughs> <laughs> where was they at? Who who was it? Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Was a funny movie. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Jonah Hill. Shout out to Kenya Barris. And I hated that narrative too. Like, oh, Kenya Barris makes all these black and white movies. What's the problem? Okay. What's the problem? We got so many black comedies. We got so many white comedies. We can't get. We can't get the gang together. Like we can't. Yes. I don't see the problem. I don't okay. see the problem. Especially when it's all all the A list. Because I, I know a lot of people are showing love to Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, and uh, Mike Epps, and a lot of supporting cast. But uh, Jonah Hill's parents are pretty established actors as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I recognize the dad, the mom. I'm not too familiar, yeah, but from what I hear, she's like big. Yeah, and the mom's been in quite a few. Yeah. Um, yes, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, Last of Us, how you feeling? It's good, man. It's good. Show. Last of Us uh, was a random thought, I think, two, three weeks ago. Um, HBO has done something with that show that I think TV needed. Uh, not big on zombies, but this is one of them type of shows. And again, if you haven't checked it out, go check out The Last of Us. Ain't gonna spend too much time on it. Didn't like see the last episode. Had Twitter. Buckled over the weekend after they seen this third episode, but uh, yeah, go check it out, man. Dude, I had a tweet last week that said I was walking into my complex. There's this older black woman that lives on the same floor as me. Mm-hmm. I stop, you know. I do my, you know, and I do my fake friendly shit. Hey, how you doing, man? So and so, my little bop and shit. And she's like, Yeah, I swear you was black in a former life. So I tweeted out like how that's a good compliment from black people, but it ends mm-hmm. up from white people, and it ca- it caused a real stir stir in my uh, college chat. You mm-hmm. know the difference, right? Me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big difference between like black people saying, yeah, you were black in a former life and white people going, why do you act black? Or you act black? Mm-hmm. Is it, like, I, why do I have to? I, it's not something I have okay, to. Okay, so how does it feel when black people say that then? And so, all right. So I guess it, it comes in the, the frame of. I like, see how the friends could be confused by the tweet. Yeah. So, like, let's say, like, if a black person says, like, in, in a question format, why do you act black? Then it would be like more of an insult and thing. But it's always like, yo, you're black in a former life, or like, you're not white, which I know sounds weird. It's more mm-hmm. so like, um, I see you know what you're talking about and relatable, and it's more of like a, a approval kind of comment. Right, and then me being around you, I probably heard that you're not white more than the other ones. But I always wonder how you took that as far as like, because you, you are white. I'm white. Like, like, yeah, he ain't white. He ain't white. I'm white. I'm definitely white, for sure white. But I understand where it's coming from. So it's like, right. it's a weird phrase, but it's like, it's pretty much saying like, we fuck with you in a weird, in yeah. a really weird term. Yeah, because I would be a little salty if somebody was like, yeah, you're not black. Like, what? And, and <laughs> what? a white person that said that to a black person, it is weird. Yeah. Like, because it, it, it Cause doesn't what does that insinuate? Like, like damn, most that, people that's a, on the black side, it comes off like, all right, so what are you saying? Like, we, we not, I don't, I don't even know what it would mean. But I would just, I would question it, like, damn, what do that mean? That would be, <laughs> that would be a little fucked up. It's funny, but I know how to take it. But like, to an extent, like, if white people were to be like, yo, you act black or you do this, then I feel like more so you're kind of putting me into like that, uh, be rabbit. Malibu's most wanted kind of category. Yeah, nah, nah. So that's the you act black or mm-hmm. 
So that's worse. You want to be black, shit like that. Right. I hate that. Don't say that. Yeah, nah, you ain't Malibu's most. Don't say that. And I, I never get that from like, I've never got, I don't get that from black people. Right. I, I get. Does it come from white people? Not as much now. You know, okay. like I'm older now, so I, like, I don't even know if I give off that. But I'm saying like when I, when I was younger or something like that or college, somebody said, I'd be like, Doc, shut the fuck up. Mm. Come on, Doc. What are you talking about? It's mad weird. Right. Um, but I thought everybody knew like the difference in it. There's a, there's a clear difference. It is funny to see like certain compliments from certain people mean different shit. Way different things. So you could get complimented on the simplest shit, but from the wrong person, you're like, what the fuck? Is, what what the yeah, fuck does that mean? That but from somebody else, it's like the biggest compliment in the world. No, I think that's why I said it was a top tier compliment. There was like, oh, let's see your list of top tiers. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Right at you. <laughs> so what if a Jewish person called you Jewish? I'm like, I'm not sure. Like if that's like, I yeah, what know. does that mean? Like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I would be a little sorry if somebody was like, I ain't black though. Like, uh. Or you was white in the past, like, uh, what does that mean? That would be mad weird if you came to one of my family friends and they was like, you know what? <laughs> you yeah. were definitely white. You had to be white in your past <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> like, what? This kid was white. <laughs> yeah, he white. White. You got to bring him around more, dude. <laughs> yeah. That would be insane. Like, I'd be like, damn, y'all ain't around no black people, huh? <laughs> That's funny as shit, though. Yeah, I thought it was funny with the you people pairing, but um, yeah, no, no harm, no foul. Like it's it's funny having those conversations now at this life. Um, Eagles gonna win the Super Bowl, right? Oh man, not an Eagles fan by any means, but I am rooting for the guys. Also rooting for Andy Reid on the low, cause but I wouldn't be mad because right up the street, you out there, um. My whole half my whole family Eagles fans, so I think it'll be a big thing. Cool, hear them be happy for a, a couple months. Ah, what was the atmosphere like when they uh won the other day? You said you was out tailgating, yeah. I, I, it was my first day drinking in a while, so I got a little banged up and I, I ended up coming home a little early. And then I ordered a cheesesteak and then I went to sleep by eight o'clock, so I didn't really catch the vibes too much. But it was electric, it was electric when I was out there, you know. Right. I don't, yeah, honestly, I get the whole fandom shit. And what's it called? But for the life of me, I don't really understand booing the opposite team's fans. I do. Fuck that. When they're walking through the, when they're walking Bro, through That's the, one thing I respect about Philly fans. Don't come through our shit wearing nobody else's jerseys. That's like you set tripping. Like, whoa. Like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking with Fuck out of here. I'm fucking with it. Because <laughs> I'll say this. Baseball Philly fans ain't that. That's nah. some Eagles football shit. That's some. It ain't the Sixers thing either. Like that's strictly Eagles. Like you go to a Philly game wearing opposite shit, you might get some looks, or you might get one or two. But the whole stadium, like, get the fuck out of here! Like, doing oh, nah. you, it's playful. Some people be serious, but majority of it's playful, playful booze and playful fuck yous. But I fuck with it, just knowing like, yeah, we fuck with our team so much. Don't come out here wearing that bullshit. See, for the most part, I saw like majority of people were doing it fine, and then there's a few like knuckleheads, like yeah, it's definitely like some dickheads. Calm the fuck down, dude. Yeah, not your team. Shut it up. Ain't that look, serious? You look like a loser. Like you're about to cry, yelling at somebody walking by. Yeah. So, and yeah. then I just see a lot of 49ers fans coming through, like fucking like waving it on, like yeah, let's hear it. That, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Fun and I feel like uh, opposing teams when they come to Philly, they know what that shit is like. Like, oh, yeah. so you yeah. know what you're getting yourself into. 
As long as you ain't really got like a, a division team on like the Giants, Cowboys, or uh what are the commanders, you'll be all right. You come through with them jerseys on, y'all might get in the rumble. Get the fuck. Yeah, but Eagles look good, man. Hopefully they win. That's because yeah, I, I want the parade experience. That would be fire. Yeah. That would be fire. So is it like y'all win? Nobody goes to work type shit. Schools closed. Like, how does that work out there? I don't. I mean, my boss already said we got off. So if I they win, I, yeah, I, I don't. I would. I would feel like even if they lose, he would be like, "Yeah, don't come in because I know." My, my boss says, "Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> come in late, figure it out." He's a drinker, but yeah, I think that shit's interesting. Um, pumped up about that. Uh, you want to go into Nike cutting down on infringement? Yeah, they've been on a heavy kick lately with this. Where's that coming from? I don't know, because uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the KIY guy. He got the little lightning bolt on his shit. Uh, they came down on him. Uh, you know, John Geiger, he got the G on his shit. Looked like an Air Force One with a G on it. They came down on him. Uh, the Omi and the Hellcat dude with the same oh, lightning yeah. bolt. Yeah. They came down on him, and now they came down on... The illustrious bait, bathing ape, with their design. So, I don't. At this point, I don't get it because I swore Shaq shoes had the same fucking shit. I swore they had an Iverson that would look like an Air One. Like Air Force One ain't y'all not losing no fucking money. That's my shit. You can't even keep white Air Ones in the store anymore. I don't know. They up to one ten. They was fucking eighty dollars when we was in high school. Y'all not losing no fucking money. What's the problem? Yeah, I haven't been paying attention to it enough to see, like, is there, are they losing a market share? Is there something, like, happening no, here? Like, so, yeah, it's curious, especially with the vape shit, because they've been letting them, they let vape go, already go through their run. Like, it's not like vape's already, like, clothing-wise, yeah, but it's not like people are wearing vapes on the free the People that are wearing vape, majority of them not wearing Air Ones. So they're not even your type of customers because... A vape is like damn near three hundred dollars. So they not even think if they wanted an air one, they'll go get a fucking air one. But no, they want a fucking vape. Vapes and multiple air ones. Hmm. It's, I said or the opposite. They have vapes and multiple air ones. Yeah, where they supporting your product? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the problem. Uh, I think it's just the big corporate trying to pick on the little guys. But my thing is, night y'all not losing no athletes to these dudes. Y'all not losing no average consumers to these guys because half of them you got to look for these type of situations to find them like you're not about to find a john geiger in foot locker you're not about to find a Bape in foot locker you're not finding any kiy or omi in a foot locker this is some online shit let them rock man y'all that's the thing when it's like all right bro like y'all making so much money y'all really worried about this shit honestly i kind of respect it maybe that's a hot take on me that's crazy that's like that's like chuck taylor suing dior that's like and they should. Like why? Maybe we Chuck Taylor. Like y'all can be yours. dog. This is my air one. This is my dunk. This is my design. Go be creative and create your own shit, dog. You don't get to fucking leapfrog and steal my design. The air one literally may be not my favorite, but a majority favorite sneaker of all time. Yeah. Like what? What are we talking about? So that's like. That's like you saying you can't make burgers. Like, bro, it's a fucking burger. Like, we love burgers. We just want a different flavor. Like, let me get the star on my shit or let me get the boat on my shit. Like, dog, this shit is a classic silhouette. Probably the best silhouette. I mean, you, you even got Dunks branched off of it. 
it's different when it's like, all right, y'all creating Jordan 11s. Y'all got Jordan 11s with the boat now or the G net or like y'all got, I don't fucking know, Air Max 95s. Like that's OD. But when it's a, a one silhouette that y'all bitching about, come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. And I think the Omi and the uh, KIY dude, they getting sued for the dunk, the dunk look and the uh, Jordan 1 look. Yep. So, I mean, I, I get it because it's your design and I would I would be a little salty at first, but if I'm making B's, it's at a point where it's like, I know I got an untouchable sneaker. My shit is timeless. Shit, LeBron was just in a Air Force One Tiffany collab. Like, y'all doing collabs with Tiffany. You worried about these guys? Come on, bro. They not fucking with y'all. I, I get it, though, but I don't think it's that serious. You got to take these guys to court, drag it out. Because, honestly, they still going to make their product. They not they not about to change shit. I guess it would be similar to, like, DJ Drama and Don Cannon getting rated for mixtapes. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, we'll just – we'll change five things on the shoe that nobody notices. We'll take one less stitch out here. Well, I don't know. Like, I know I'm not familiar enough with like copyright infringement laws to know like how much of a drastic change you need before it's a, a knock. See, I would get it if it was 88 and y'all still trying to build Nike up. And it's like, but at this point, y'all don't even, they're so far down. Like, y'all don't even see none of these guys. Like, you don't see them. And I mean, I don't understand what's the difference of these guys making these shoes. They definitely making money. I ain't, don't get that fucked up. These guys companies and vape whatever they all making money off the shoes but it's like what's the difference with somebody buying an air one cutting it up and then doing whatever they want putting new laces painted and then charging 300 for it what's the difference and it's i'm sure i'm sure clothing wise nike's probably took took away some designs from other companies exactly y'all think y'all the first ones with the sweats imagine a motherfucker be like nobody can make a sweatsuit yeah what nobody can wear nobody it. can make a fucking hoodie yeah, that's fair enough. Come on, bro. Nobody can make a fucking sock. I got the socks game on lock. Imagine you own the copyright the socks, bro. That's what Nike doing with this damn Air One. Fair enough. Dude, uh, last sports-related topic, but it's all on Twitter that people are saying the Philly Anthem's getting replaced by the little Uzi Vert, I Just Want a Rock song, uh, is replacing Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares. What the <laughs> <laughs> They know that's not happening. Come on, yo. And I think they that's that's the type of shit to try to get people mad. I just don't get it. Yeah, they came out to that, but when they won, what did they play? They played Dreams and Nightmares with there's the fireworks a, going off. There's a difference. What are we talking about? Yeah, there's a difference in, in genres pretty much there. What are we talking about? You know a little dance song? And maybe that Uzi song is a classic. I don't know. Like Maybe that they'll be dancing that three years, four years from now. But I, I haven't heard the Corvette Corvette song in quite a bit. And I don't think people understand what longevity is. Dreams and Nightmares is over 10 years at this point. Yeah, that shit's like grit, dog. Like, that grit. shit is old. And we still rap it like it just came out yesterday. And you can't help yourself. If you don't rap along to it, something might be wrong with you. Yeah, the, the Dreams and Nightmares more in the, the more in the class of that Freeway song than it is I Just Want to Rock. I mean, that was how I just seen it put. There was like the three generations of Philly songs is... Uh, what we do, dreams and nightmares, and now I want to rock for the younger generation. But that's fair. I mean, I want to rock's a good song. Don't get me wrong. It is, and I don't, I don't even. I like, he doesn't really reference Philly in it, so that's the part where I'm like, 
I, I get it because it's a big song now, but it's like there's like no Philly reference to it. I guess the bop and the dance that come with it is all Philly, but we'll see. I mean, shout out, I fuck, you know, I fuck with Uzi, but as far as the Philly anthem, we'll be doing Dreams and Nightmares is top tier. Took, took it, uh, I don't want to say took it, but he took the, the essence of the song from the two rare kid that had his big bop last year. Took it and up. I feel like I the two rare kid. That's his lane as far as the little hip shaking yeah, shit. Yeah. What what is that dance called? You you in yeah, Philly no, now? No, I would think no, you know. No idea. No idea. Yeah, we those old guys. We don't know the name of dances. Uh, like I don't even know if there's a name to it for real. Like I'm sure yeah, there is. It's no way they just out here shaking their hips. They are not calling it the hip shaker. Like they got they got a name for that shit, dog. <laughs> that's the case. I put them on. Uh, fucking. Yeah, I don't. Granted, the Uzi there, bro. I, was, I don't want to say he's always been relevant, but like hit wise, it was a little quiet for him for a couple of years. I don't know, man. Uzi, I feel like Uzi does what he wants. Uh, yeah. I feel like when he want to pop out, like he just pop out. Like he got a whole album with Future that nobody really talk about, but when it was out, it was a thing. Like Uzi is Uzi. I think that's when I realized, like, all right, we in an older tier, like. Mm-hmm. Uzi is like popping to these other age groups. I was just listening to Rod Wave the other day, how he don't like the younger generation, blah blah. But it's like the younger generation has their guys already. Like, I don't know one Playboy Cardi song except the fucking the one John you Millie rock to. And um he got an age group on Smash. I know like two young boy songs, but he got a whole age group on Smash. It's like I know a lot of Uzi shit just because he's from Philly, but other than that, these motherfuckers do be having shit on lock, and we don't have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. Fuck, Where we want to go next, man? I, I can keep rolling. Uh, We could go dark, or we could keep it light. What you thinking? Let's keep it light for one more. Um, yeah. Rory Ma podcast. Yeah, you like Queen Slip on Joe Buttons? I've started turning it off very early lately because okay, of that. I just started listening to it again because Queen Slip to see what it was and then it's whatever. I, I, I feel like there's a lot going on. Um, just randomly interjects, but I like his shit on his own because he does his, he has like his own style of podcasting. But when it meshes with them, it's just like, all right, I, I get like, it, but I don't get it. I don't like that style of like, and like if nothing really seems sincere, it's like all very animated. And I, I can see why it's attractive to some people because it's entertaining. But to me, like, yeah, away from like, I like, I listen to podcasts for more of like the conversation piece of it. I don't right. like, if I want the entertainment aspect, I'll watch a comedy or a movie or whatnot. Yeah. And um, I mean, he added Melissa Ford too. I don't know if you've seen those episodes, but she's more yeah. laid back than him. But he'll interject with some random shit and be like, what's going on? Like, he bringing up. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't mesh to me, but if Joe like it, fuck it. We love it. Who cares? Yeah, more power to him. But Thank anyway, Ray and Molly had Don Cannon on the podcast, and they had a question to him about who was more relevant hip-hop-wise worldwide, mm-hmm. uh, Jay-Z or Eminem, and he started breaking down how the different countries he visits, there's always Eminem references in the store. It's always Eminem. So I guess, and I was listening to, the, or reading the comments, and a lot of comments from the, the overseas people were like, yo, Americans don't realize that Jay's just more relevant, bigger he is. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't been across the water. I've been 
South America. So I can say I didn't hear Eminem when I was in Mexico. I did hear Jay-Z, but also that's on our same continent. So uh, as far as over there, I mean, I don't really have an answer to that because I ain't been over there. Uh, it's funny that that conversation has come back up because on the God Did shit, what Hope said, he said, they don't know me internationally. Niggas on the road did wordplay. They call over there on road, blah blah. So I mean, whole feel like he international. Uh, said uh, what he said. Eighty eight. He was in Benz in London. Use your Google. You Google Jay Z in London in eighty eight. He's in a fucking Benz on the wrong side and shit. So I don't know. I mean, musically, I could see why Eminem would have worldwide appeal. Like it's not a. It's not hard to see why he would just like What's that? he's white. Okay, there we go. Like that's just a fact. Like if you <laughs> see a white rapper, if you see a white person making music you've never heard and it's from a different country, it's a good chance you're gonna gravitate towards that and be like, oh shit, rather than people you don't identify with, whether you I don't know, because Eminem wasn't rapping about the shit black people was right. He was rapping about his life and whatever he was going through. And it wasn't the most, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a different type of genre of music. So I could see how that relates to more people. Even here though, I'm pretty sure Eminem relate to more, more people relate to Eminem than relate to Jay-Z here. Yeah. Uh, he's got a bigger influence here. I don't, I think maybe whole, but as far as relatable, I'm pretty sure Eminem is more relatable to the average person than Jay-Z because Jay-Z reached a level in his previous lifestyle that probably 98% of people that do that shit don't reach. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, there's a few points to that. Is I don't really understand how Eminem still gets the numbers he does. Um, I do. Off, off his new albums because... Look, I did the whole thing last year where I went back and listened to his shit. He's got like four great albums mm. of music you can actually listen to. Um, Relatability-wise, the, the early work was just a lot about being broke. Yeah. Or drug addiction. Um, I was really poor drug addiction and violence. That was like his main three demographics. Which is the majority um, of the country. Majority of the world, right? Yeah. Um, I do want people to not like misconstrue when you say because he's white. Like it's so this this shit is like people say that and they're like oh well what about like <clears throat> there's a shit ton of white rappers right there's G Easy there's MGK there's like, there's well, like well, before you say that he has impeccable rap ability so that on top is like oh my yeah. gosh like he's white and he can rap this fucking good that's what I'm saying because he's white everybody knows Eminem's nice but it's a lot of nice rappers but it's ain't a lot of nice white rappers. So it's just like the same thing when you see Larry Bird. This motherfucker white and he doing this shit? It's the same way people will be like Larry Bird ass until you see him and you're like, oh shit, this motherfucker really hoop. Yeah, the Larry Bird shit's a little bit different for me. I think it's opposite yeah. uh, in hindsight. Well, but Eminem sure. shit is... Alright, before we get up to Eminem. I think Eminem shit is you can acknowledge that he's been... Being white's helped him a lot. Especially in crossover. Yeah, I feel like that should... Yeah, it's not discrediting that he's a top tier rapper. No, not in any way. Like a hundred percent, like marketability wise, relatability wise, being white for sure has helped his career. And I, I, I'm, Eminem's acknowledged that, so it's, it's not a thing. Um, in hindsight, Larry Bird, dog, I think he gets kind of shit on. 
And if you look at his stats, like I like he's never in top, he's not in top five lists anymore. And if you look at his stats, chips, like he he should be a top five, top ten lock. You look at his highlights, he's, he's definitely like, a top ten lock. But you're talking about a guy 29, 10, and 8. That's what I'm saying. He's definitely a top ten lock. Nobody has ever said Larry Bird ain't top ten. I don't bro, I'll be looking at the list now. I'm like, where the fuck is Bird at? Where the fuck is Bird at? Bird is and we're talking about a guy. Very top five for me, though. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. But you don't see him much in top five. This is a dude's career ended kind of early because back problems. But this motherfucker was an all defensive team guy, a top tier facilitator. Everybody remembers Magic's passing, but they don't remember Larry was a top three playmaker in the league when he was in the league. Well, also, whose fault would you say that is? Because if you think about it, who Marcus Bird? Bird doesn't talk. Bird doesn't. There's no bird dock. No, so I mean. there's no bird shoe. There's no like, converse. Any. Doesn't be like this is the weapon that bird. Like, can we get a Larry Bird converse weapon? Like, remember, remember back in like middle school when the weapons came back out and they had all the Laker colors and all the shit. They ain't do a bird jump. See, that's the interesting shit. I don't know if Larry wanted that, but like again, that's that, so that would hurt. Was, Magic is held in a way higher regard than Bird is. And I think when they were playing, it was a a, a real argument, like 50-50 split on who was better. I mean, I think Magic took it when he beat him in college. And then when he won his rookie year, it's kind of like... Magic's got, what, five chips and Larry's got three? Yeah. But still, three chips is a fucking feat. It is. I mean, who, who knows what would have happened if he never had the back troubles, but... I don't think it's a debate whether Larry Bird is top no, but I see 10. The arguments top five, head. I could see why people argue that. Top 10, it's like, eh. I see the Bird argument, was a fucking dude. Nobody ever brings up that he was an elite passer. They always say, oh, he could shoot. He could do this, this, this. I'm like, also, you guys don't like bring up that he was an elite defender as well. It's an elite passer. Elite like, okay, so who, why does, would people know that first off? I don't you know. Like, look. Talks about I was Larry needs to get out here and do some fucking interviews. A documentary. Exactly. Magic, you see Mad, we see Magic all the time. Larry Bird was a head coach. We still don't know shit about Larry Bird. Do Larry Bird got siblings? Like, what, what do still, we know about Larry Bird, dog? I want to say Larry Bird's still in the front office for the Pacers today, isn't we he? We know nothing about Larry Bird. And Larry Bird might have the most interesting life of all time. I don't know if Larry Bird's funny. I don't know if he's uh, he a dickhead. Like, I don't know nothing about Larry Bird except... He was 33 for the Celtics, and he will bust your ass if you talking shit. And he talks shit. Talks a lot of shit. And, I, yeah, I mean, I think that goes another thing to, like, when people are, oh, so-and-so is underrated. Well, does so-and-so talk? Does so-and-so put themselves out there? Is that cocky? Nah. And maybe Larry Bird, I think I feel like I could relate to Larry Bird's personality. If I did all that shit in the 80s, yeah, y'all remember it, y'all don't. Yeah, my number hanging up in the fucking garden. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I want my chips. My name is cemented. I, he got a statue, right? Yeah, so here's a... Yes, he does. He got here's a statue. Here. What else do you need to say? Quick quick Google search. Larry Bird's the only person in NBA history to be named Rookie of the Year, Most Valuable Player, Finals MVP, All-Star MVP, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year. We don't even talk about it, dog. But again, who promotes it? That's Larry, top man. Was elite at every level of basketball. Well, I'm saying I could relate to Larry. Like I wouldn't project my accolades. Like, cause why? I'm. It's only you it's know. Only you know. I, only docs I see a Larry is when it's Larry and Magic. Who who fault is that? Cause Larry could get somebody to make a ill. I'm 
Why Bill Simmons ain't just do his own shit yet? I don't know. Because Larry's got an interesting story, too. He's from a really poor area. What's it called? And he didn't start playing basketball till late. Come on, man. Till late. Well, well, let's not wait till Bill Simmons do it. Maybe we should get on the right <laughs> <and> down, <right? laughs> The great white <laughs> What's hope. going on? great white hope by Joe. Call that shit 33. Yeah, no, nah, he's nasty, though. But, yeah, way off topic there. Hey, how do we get there? I don't know. You buying your girlfriend Beyonce tickets? Uh, she want to go. I mean... Um, it's not like, I don't What's, what's the like cutoff there? How much do you spend for Beyonce? Because mm. I looked online today and they were saying, uh, lowest tickets were 640. <laughs> Each? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much do you love her? <laughs> we got a lot going on this year. We got a lot of vacations already booked and planned. <laughs> Six forty each. It's yeah, crazy. upper level. <laughs> yeah, I gotta take a drink to that guy. Fucking Super Bowl prices. Like. <laughs> What's going on? We could sit courtside at the Liberty game. For that. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> shit is not. Go see Brianna Stewart, Sabrina Iniescu. <laughs> it's not for six hundred. Yo, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was pressed, if I if it was like. Some I want to see Beyonce like type shit and then fuck it, but I wouldn't want to spend six forty on no ticket. But if it was like something that she really, really, really wanted to do and she don't, she don't really ask for shit anyway. So if it was like that, then yeah. But unless it's pressed, no. Dude, if, we're, uh, if I'm go spending, watch the Netflix doc. Yeah, all in all, if I'm spending fifteen hundred for a one night uh, Beyonce experience, that's my uh, Christmas and birthday. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, we have an eventful year ahead. House. Just, like, yeah, a lot going on. But if it was pressed, I'll, I'll be like, whatever. Just say, fuck it. Gotta go for it. Yeah. Uh, definitely, because I've been, and it's definitely an experience. So I ain't well, going to sit here and say it's not worth it. Well worth it. All right, where do you want to go? Uh, Are we ready to go dark? Forty-five minutes in, I guess it's time. Uh Tyree Nichols, man. Uh murder by the police. Was it Memphis, Tennessee? Yep, Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee, six cops. Five, I think, immediately fired, one placed on leave. I think we know which one got placed on leave. Which one was that? Uh <laughs> 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 the white one. The white one placed on leave. Five. That's the last fired. one to get out. Is that the last one released? He wouldn't put his picture out, but you could clearly see on the cam he's the one that tased him. Um, a lot of stories going out. I don't know which what is true, what's not, which sucks because it's like you got people pushing a narrative about a whole girl ex girlfriend situation yeah, that, that may not be true. So it's I like you don't want to run with that. Yeah, they said that one got debunked already. That's what I read. Definitely super unfortunate. Uh, the video was fucking horrible. You literally beating the man to death. It's, they didn't even shoot this dude. They beat him to death. So, and then to even see like the family. I always say, if I'm in the hospital, please don't take no pictures of me. But to see the family got him with the ventilator down his throat and all that shit, oh, and he's just beaten, and you know he's gonna die. And it's like you put that picture out just to show the world, like police did this to my son. And I think this go to show like the whole black white thing with police. It ain't no black white shit. It's police. Don't fuck with black people. 
And I think that's the case a lot of people are trying to make at this point. Like, don't say like, I didn't even, Brian, you know I fuck with Brian, but I ain't even like what Brian said about we're our own worst enemy. No, that's some police shit. We just, the police, whatever they got, eh, that shit ain't working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't like tangent. I don't know. Like, mm. it's, it was corny. It was corny. The way they talking to him, I'll break his shit. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I didn't what watch the police office. Like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I didn't watch the video with the audio. I watched the security one uh-huh. from the up top. And I, I thought, like, even just the wind ups on it were just kind of like fucking like, wild. Pushing people out the way to kick him while he's down. What are we doing? Just crazy. I think the misconception I had a friend call me and was like, yeah, why isn't this a bigger deal? And I'm like, I don't. It's a big deal, but the media coverage is dead. That's kind of, he was like, well, I didn't see it. I'm like, I'm seeing it. And there's nationwide protests across every zone. They're beefing up security and and cow forces in every major city. Um, And I I think to his point was, is it a less deal because it's black officers? And I think that's the misconception that white people, like, I don't know if that's the narrative or. And the news know that's not going to sell as well as white officers killing a black person. That's not going to get white people to look at it and be like, well, they were right. That's going to get people to agree with it. Oh, maybe this is fucked up. But that's black people whole shit. It's like, it ain't black. White is police. It ain't no... It's police. The yeah. only time we seen some shit was uh, what, Ahmaud Arbery and uh, Trayvon Martin. Obviously, that's not the only cases, but as far as blatant racism, Ahmaud Arbery and uh, Trayvon Martin. But this shit was just some police shit like and why would the media pr- uh, play this? Because that's just more ammo. Like, it, it like, is police. You know, like, I think people are saying, like, oh, they don't care as much. And I'm like, well, I guess it depends on what you're following. Yeah. Like, I'm seeing the Memphis Grizzlies making a big-ass statement, and they're doing pressers, and they're beefing up security. And then I'm looking at it as Freddie Gray had four out of six cops that were black. When he got killed in Baltimore, got tore the fuck up. And that was they a- got Hummers and Tanks out. In cities that's protesting, they doing more for these protests than they did for January 6th when actual police got injured and shit. And, and somebody did die. There's no like, I won't hear anybody saying like, oh, it's just the white cops. Like, no. I, like nobody says white I, cops. Like, yeah, we say the whole shit. Fuck the police wasn't fuck the white police. No. Like it wasn't like like shit, boys in the hood. Like it's all these different references throughout media throughout the years that reinforces that people are just as distrustworthy of, of black cops as they are white cops. That's the whole um, point, and I think people, and I think that's the reason why this is not on the media because it's not white cops, and it, you can't pit two and two against each other when we say police. Nobody's saying fuck white police. They saying fuck the police, and that's the statement. But one of my college buddies had sent an article in the chat and said, like, yeah, this is classic media, so-and-so. And Darren Jones had read an article and he made the headline, uh, all cops involved are black, but it's still due to racism. And I read the article and what he was saying was pretty much systemically, like, you're programmed to be more feared to, to black people than you are white people. But it's when you put headlines out like that, it turns people off because they're, they're already shut off to the article before they read it. Mm. The article made sense to me. I understand what he's saying. We're programmed to look at black people as more of a threat than we are to white people. It is what it is. Like, America's built on racism and violence. So it's it's not a thing. And it's also, like, kind of funny to me to hear people say, like, Dill, you're racist to white people. And then when 
Van Jones says something like that, it's impossible for black people to be racist to black people. Like, for sure, can be prejudiced. I mean, it's it's definitely a thing. I mean, it's no like it ain't like some black people ain't scared of black people. But if you ask them why, and they nobody really has a legit reason why they're scared of black people. No, and it's because it's pushed on you subconsciously to be scared of black people for whatever reason. Whether I mean, I remember uh, a couple years ago they were showing textbooks from the nineties, and they would show the cop. They would show the criminal. The guy would be white. The criminal would be black. They would show the good guy, the bad guy. The good guy would be white. The bad guy would be... But it's just small shit like that that's planted in your brain to have you thinking, oh, this is this or whatever. It's just small shit that you just retain. And I don't, I don't, I don't even know how you fix it. Honestly, I don't, I think it's past that point because even when you see drill music, white people make drill music. Does it get promoted as heavy? No. But is anybody saying, oh, these white kids is crazy? No. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, like people say that the cops have been militarized and so extent. Yeah, it's, I don't like that's beyond being fixed. So. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know what the fix is. And then they got that video this week from, from last week where that, that fellow with no legs got shot because he had a knife. And the yeah. cops said they were scared he was going to throw the knife at him. This ain't James Bond, dog. Yeah, dog. This ain't James Bond. This motherfucker don't work at the circus, bro. He's not hitting you dead in your head. I'm a random person walking down Philly and a fella with a double amputee has a knife and I shoot him in the face and go, I I thought he was going to get me with the knife. Motherfucker, the judge would be like, why don't you just walk away? That'd be the shit that get me. Like a lot of the police killings that they get off, if an average person did that, you're not getting off. No. And it's just like, all right, well, what the fuck was the point of that? How much do you have to dislike or hate somebody to beat them to that? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, and how much, how entitled and how much power do you think you have to be able to do this shit and then get away with it? Weird. In the middle of whooping somebody's ass, if you've ever been in a fight, you know when you're whooping somebody's ass and then you're like, all right, like, all right, like, I'm kind, I might be drawing at this point. And maybe some people don't have that because I will say some people don't have that and no. they will just beat the shit out of somebody. But I would say majority of people have like, okay, like I'm not about to kill this motherfucker, but and if you, don't have, if you don't have that, you shouldn't be a cop. Exactly. That point right there. Like, if, you don't if, have, you, if, you if you don't have a fucking grip on your anger management, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be a cop. Right, right. You should be able to know at what point, like, you know, and like, even if you guys want to go with that, okay, blah, 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 you should be able to know as a cop at what point enough's enough. And you already got the upper hand. It's four, five, six of y'all. Six what six are we doing? Six of y'all. What the fuck are we doing? Okay. Like, what, what are we doing? And we see everything in the news. We just seen George Floyd. What the fuck are we doing? Swear, One punch to the face is enough. Like, we got to kill him? And then what happens when you kill him? Then you feel like a dickhead, like, oh, maybe I didn't have to do all that. Like, ah, that's too late, bro. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't really know. To your point, I don't know what the fix is, and it's, I don't know if there is a fix. It's really nothing you can say. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a person, it's a people thing at this point. It's just like, because people are like, yo, do you think you should have less of police presence? Should you do this? Well, how do you stop gang violence? So and so, so and so. I go. 
I don't know none of that shit. And if you look at the stats, all that shit is on the down. You got nothing. All of that shit is on the down. This country used to be crazy. All this shit is really on a decline at this point. No, I mean, if you look at the right. graphs. If you, if you show the news, you wouldn't see that. Yeah, the news is weird. Um, the news is weird and also what's pushed the narrative that's being pushed at. Oh, all these kids got guns. A lot of these motherfuckers do got guns, which is crazy. But, uh, but if you look at the stats, the shit is going down. Is it is it going back up just a little bit? Maybe. But is it where it was in the to the past hundred years, this shit is going down drastically. Hey, I don't know about none of that shit. I, I do know um, the gas station on my block's got a guy with a fucking like AR now as soon as night falls. I mean, again, I feel like that's just being pushed. Like, it's pushed. It's it's cool to have a gun. It's cool to kill people. It's cool to shoot. But it's millions of dollars that go into... Uh, it's millions of dollars that go into promoting that shit. So I think that's the sadder part where it's like, if everybody didn't know it was cool to have a fucking switch on your gun, nobody would know what the fucking switch is, except the people that really actually... Well, fuck, like, it's a necessity to have. Right, right. It's not like yeah. them shit's new. No, not at all. But once you hear about it in a certain song that gets $250,000 put behind it to be promoted... It's a different story. Oh, a switch. What's that? Oh, let me see that. Okay, now now everything's getting hit. It's crazy too, knock on wood, but like fucking if if I was to turn on the news right now, uh and even talk to some of my friends, like you would think I would be frightened to live in Philly. I don't I don't feel comfortable at right. all. Like I like I walk around strapless. And do whatever the fuck I want. And I'm never like, oh shit, I think I'm gonna die today. It's like, a, it doesn't, it's not, not that scary. The world's not that scary. I always wondered if, uh, if not always, probably like the last two, three years, I've wondered if only positive information was portrayed for two, three months. What would happen? Like, it wasn't nobody. No praise from negativity. Like, if you did some stupid shit, nobody talked about it. Nobody prayed. It wasn't brought up. It wasn't... I wonder where it would go. Would it boost crime or would it... Because I think it's the same thing with decriminalization of drugs. Like, all right, well, we're going to decriminalize all this shit. So if y'all want to do this, fuck it. Go ahead. And if it's just like, oh, the news doesn't talk about bad shit... Uh, Social media uh, blog sites. We ain't talking about bad shit no more. Fuck it. We promote only positivity. Would that encourage people to maybe change their lives to be like, oh, if I do the right thing, maybe something will happen in a different way? That's a very interesting... That would be a very interesting social experiment. They could do that in like a small town of 5,000 mm. and just see like what, what the change is. I, I was funny you said that. I was talking to a friend. I was kind of like on a sl- smaller scale. I'm like, dude... If you realize that, like, your life changes when you stop hanging out with negative people all the time. Oh, that's one of the 48 laws of power. Like, if you're hanging out with, like, if you think about your worst times in your life and think about the six people you're talking to the most, they were probably doing some knucklehead shit. Or you guys were sitting around talking about how fucked life was and how much is this is this and how hard it is and blah. It's like, oh, if you surround yourself with positive people, usually some positive shit happens. You can't be around complainers, negativity, like... 
all that shit gotta go. And when it's said, you kind of gotta check it and give them a positive perspective on certain shit. Because everything ain't a negative. I, I tore my fucking Achilles. I don't think I said one negative thing about it to anybody. I'm like, oh, shit, shit happened. Bro, like, um, people, they'll, they'll let you soak in a fucking pity. They will. Like, you, I could have been over here sobbing, oh, my life's ruined. I ain't going to do it. I can't. Like, it's just like, and people will baby you in that situation. And then, and then you're just sitting there soaking, like you said, soaking in it. Like, for what? What does that do? It does nothing. But make you sad and depressed and then lead to wild shit, wild thoughts. So, man, no. Yeah, you wonder, like, you wonder if you're just sitting around getting high all day at a job you hate doing like, I was just thinking about that shit today. I was like, well, motherfucker kept posting about, about how much girls ain't shit and so on. So I was like, if you, you can't sit there and think some positive shit's going to fall into your lap when you don't put any positive shit to the world. Like, it, it's not saying girls ain't shit. What kind of girls you trying to get? And what do you have to offer girls? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't have no fucking gold and say, yo, bitches is gold diggers. You don't even have gold to offer. And I'm not right. talking about, yeah. like, money. You don't even have, right. like, emotional support to offer. Consistency right. to offer. Like, you're not healthy. Like, you know, like, what grade just Like, sometimes people need to look in the fucking mirror and grade themselves. Like, you know, like, all right. Hey, I'm man, out. Kevin Samuels is grading these motherfuckers. They ain't like it. His deliver bro, life is delivering. You have to spoon feed these motherfuckers with with sweetness on top of like the negative shit. It's like if you look at yourself and go, "I'm out of shape. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a good diet. Um, I'm not productive on my day to day. My habits are unhealthy. I drink too much, so and so." But I want a fitness model that's fucking uplifting, great job, career aspirations. But I don't have any myself. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Right. But social media tell these people they should have all that shit. They should have that woman. They should have whatever that is while they're living the life they live in, whether they successful or not, or have no confidence or not, or could hold a conversation or not. For whatever reason, they feel like they should have that shit. Who knows why though? And I don't. What, I don't understand where these people mindsets come from at all. Like, like I, and what in life do you get that you don't work for? Who knows? Like, what what do you get? You get to breathe. That's about it. Like, like you gotta work. You know, if you do the bare minimum, your life's gonna be the bare minimum. Unless you're a trust fund baby, and if you want more fucking power to you, like I like, but that you're talking about twenty thousand people, hundred thousand yeah. people out of the fucking millions and millions. So like, it's sitting there crying about how hard life is. Ain't gonna do shit, but keep your life. Hard. Ain't gonna make the shit easy. Yeah, it's just gonna stay the fuck hard. So like, all right, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, bro. Uh, That's the thing. I, I don't. I don't have a negative outlook on life. Even when we talk about shit like the police. All right, the police is over there. I know to stay away from these motherfuckers. Like, I, I know where they at with it. I'm not gonna look at the police as the the way another person will. I know what they are, and that's another thing. Accepting shit for what it is, and accepting people for who they are. A lot of people be trying to change people, man. You can't change a motherfucker that don't want to change. I'll tell you, like, you know, you have to realize that people don't even have the most genuine thought process in the world for somebody and say, like, I could look at you and go, yo, John does this, this, this. He'll be the happiest fucking version of himself. But you might not have the capability to do that and that and that. Mm. Like, or you might not want it. And that's fucking fine. Dog. Right. Like, you can't want shit for people. And some people don't have, like, the, the everybody's brain doesn't work the same. At all. Not even close. Doesn't. 
But I, I tell you, like, motherfuckers call me with negative shit now. I, I got a, a three-step process, motherfucker. You, that sucks. And fucking, here's what you need to do. And now go fucking do it. Don't call me with that sad fucking, oh, life's awful. Everybody's beating me up. That's everybody. My question to the negative shit always is, all right, what you about to do about it? So what's the plan? That's that's how I respond to that shit. What you gonna do? Go get the new one. I feel like that's the. Go get the new job. So what's next? All right, what 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 we doing about it? What you want to do about it? This shit is crazy, bro. You like you can't every fucking day do the same exact shit and expect drastic changes in your life. Because they definitely want. I ain't gonna say majority of people, but a lot of people definitely want you to be like, oh man, like to feel bad for them. But it's, I feel like it's even in their mind, like it's like when you change the what they think they about to get from you. When it's like, all right, so what's next? They're like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. I what's thought that? I was about to get coddled. What's no, next? you're not getting coddled. What's next? Are you need help with something? Do you, do you, what, what is it? What's next? What, what are we doing? Oh shit! And then they make them think like, okay, well, I guess I do gotta keep moving because for if anybody know anything, this shit don't stop for no fucking body, no matter what you going through. They don't stop. They ain't shit stopping. They don't the stop. World gonna keep spinning. Motherfuckers gonna keep doing what they got to do. The most traumatic shit you can ever experience. This shit don't stop. It don't stop for oh, nothing. It don't matter if you lose your arm tomorrow. Shit don't fucking stop. No. no. When you die, shit doesn't stop. No. My buddies will sit there and feel bad and feel like not healthy and so and so. And then you ask them, like, all right, so what's your like day to day? Oh, I smoke three months a day. I eat like fucking shit. Mm. I never exercise. I drink too much liquor. And I just play video games. What mm. the fuck? Why the fuck would you be happy in that situation? Right. What, right. what about that? Like, yo, if you don't realize, like, a lot of this shit is fucking poison. Yeah. A lot of this and, shit and, it's, and it's only poison in excess. Oh, yeah, you do, it. do all this shit in moderation and be okay. Moderation's the fucking key word in life. Yeah. Moderation's fine, dog. Anything you do in excess is probably fucked up. Nothing in excess is good for you. Nothing in excess is good for you. I don't, I mean, we, I guess we on our life, life philosophy shit, but. At this point, I, the way I see it is, you really create your own reality. Like you literally do. You like whatever you thinking, that's what your life gonna be. And if you think yourself, think of yourself in one way, that's what the fuck you is. Because your mind is probably the strongest tool we got. And if you think of yourself in, in a positive way, like I don't see nothing stopping certain people. Yeah. And if you still trying to get the fucking IG model off of doing the minimum, good luck, bro. Good fucking luck. It's just weird. I think a lot of people like just expect shit. That's not how it works. And like, you know, like a lot of these goals that people like have in their mind aren't unattainable. No. When they're not that far off. The first part is the hardest part is just doing that shit. Dog, you feel 100 pounds overweight. Start going for a 30 minute walk a day. Like just fucking cut out the McDonald's. Like it's not, you know, you, you, if you, if you feel like your money's tight, don't spend the 200 at the bar a week. Mm-hmm. Watch how much money you have. Mm-hmm. Pick up some fucking overtime. You know, 
DoorDash, dog. Like, that's so much fucking waste. DoorDash, Uber, all that shit. And shit, you talk to somebody that do that shit. Why they do it? Oh, I make good money doing this shit. They'll talk your fucking head off and try to convince you to do it. Every time you hop in an Uber, you know, you like this? Yeah, dog. I make an extra thousand thousand a month. Do this shit when I hop on. Come on, If your money's tight, an extra thousand a month is fucking nuts. That's crazy. Now you can do. Now you can afford to do shit you want. You gonna feel stuck in the house. You could go have some fucking experiences. Try the restaurants out you want. Take take a bitch out on a date. Right. Not in a fucking house being miserable. Nobody's gonna laugh at you for working too hard. I promise so you. I had that conversation Whoever out there. Nobody's laughing at you for working too hard. One of my buddies was working a, a second job and tried to keep her all us. Bro, where the fuck you from? But we ain't never shame a second job over fuck here, no. dog. Don't get fuck your fucking no. money, dog. Fuck no. Don't get your fucking money, no. dog. Fuck. Never. If anything, you commended like, damn, he busting his ass. He busting your ass. Like, yeah. Come on, man. These motherfuckers is crazy, man. These motherfuckers is nuts. Uh, random thoughts? Uh, random thoughts. Uh, I think we shit damn near ran through the list. All right. Obviously, Arian Foster was not fucking literal when he said that the NFL gives out a script every year. And anybody that's taking that shit serious is stupid as fuck. I will say it's produced the best memes of all time. That's <laughs> classic. Definitely. I seen the one that said the dogs when Michael Vick got his fucking script. <laughs> and they had the dog trembling. I said, oh, and then they had the Robert Griffin the third when he got his script and his knee buckles. Yeah, a, a shit ton of them shits. And yeah. it's some of them you forgot about. You like, uh, what was his name? Hernandez, when he got his script. Uh, like, come on, dog. The fact that he was like, it's down to every play, every sequence. Like, come on. Y'all know this motherfucker is bullshit. He got this motherfucker's trolling you, dog. Yeah, he got it. Like, come on, yo. Come, come on. on, yo. And then even in the video when he was like, so <laughs> when you got your script and it told you stop believing in God and your career fell off a cliff, like, that should have let you know that the whole shit is a joke slash troll. Funniest memes we've gotten forever, though. I will say that. They're classic. I just saw some people like taking it literal, going like, "Hey, this is fucking." Bull. I'm like, "Come on, dog. Come on, guys." It's Arian Foster. He's been working for Barstool for like two years now. He's obviously joking. Yeah, get a get a get a grip, man. Yeah, we probably talked about this before. Before I get in the random thoughts, Arian Ocho Cinco's interview with Shannon Sharp talking about how. He, he flies spirit. He doesn't wear. I feel like he's been over that before. Yeah, he did that shit all on hard knocks. He went in Claire's, got his earrings, all that shit. I think it's mad interesting and a good point to him to say when you're when your name's worth more than any jewelry you can buy, why the fuck do you need jewelry? And honestly, I never. I mean, what more could you say? I mean, you look at Kendrick and Cole, two of the biggest rappers. You don't see them with gaudy. Jewelry and chains on. Makes so much sense. So, like, what watch can Jay Z buy that would make me more impressed with Jay Z than him being Jay Z? Nobody's ever gonna look at Jay Z like, damn, he broke. Yeah. And even if they do, who gives a fuck? You gotta, you got. Nobody's gonna look at Drake like, oh, he broke. Yeah, hundred percent. Gives a fuck. Yeah, thought it was interesting. He's a he's a, a, <laughs> a smarter dude that doesn't get the credit he deserves. When he talks. Who? Uh, Chad Johnson. Oh, yeah. Saying that he didn't spend 83% of his salary is insane. 
And even people like Marshawn Lynch, I think Rob Gronkowski as well, didn't spend a dime of their NFL money and lived off endorsements, which I couldn't imagine what could have been invested and the money they could have made on top of the damn salaries is insane. All three of them are good examples that you can't necessarily judge them by the gimmicks of it. At all, like, yeah. And then as much as you could say about uh, Chad Johnson or Marshawn Lynch or Gronk, they party, they do this, they do that. All right, well, they smart somewhere. Yeah, they're set for life. So, and I know Marshawn Lynch is super charitable as well. Yeah, gives back to the community 100%. All right, uh, random thoughts. Uh, random thought. I said it earlier in the podcast. I should have bought a crib years ago. Um, the process isn't as strenuous as I thought it would be. Um, it's actually exciting. Uh, Knowing you investing money into something that you could build, fix up, do whatever, and make more on your investment than you could have did by living in an apartment, giving tens of thousands away is insane. Um, so I would say to anybody that's financially Hurts. able, go get a crib. Hurts, man. Hurts to go you. get a fucking crib. <laughs> Hurts to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a lot. You text me in the morning. I'm, I'm just, I'm just filling out my, uh, my re-up on my lease, and you text me and say we should have bought houses years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was there. once. I walked in the lawyer's office. I'm like, this should have been happening. Like, probably, and not even just one. Like, it should have been like, like second yeah. or third by now. Like, it's kind of like, damn. Like, but it also comes with age and information. Like. Maybe we just didn't have the resources or maybe we ain't had the right information to know how to do it. Or maybe we ain't even had a motivation to do it. Because I know for a minute, I was just like, yeah, I'm not buying a crib. Uh, why would I buy that? Uh, I can fix it. Blah, blah. But then I just came to my senses like, why? You don't not? know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Perfect way to put it. Um, I had a tangent about how I don't know anybody's shit. But I don't necessarily know if I want to go on that. Oh, I'm gonna keep that quiet until everybody get their shit right. <laughs> <laughs> but very Wait, really, hey, more power to you. Go rock out if you want. I don't owe anybody shit. That's just a fact. Anything I do, if you're not my mom, I don't owe you shit. Right. So anything I do for you is just to be appreciated. Mm. Be thankful for it. I don't owe you shit. Right. Anything. Anybody. It's just a thing. Let it be known. Um, it's not like directed towards somebody. I'm not sure, but I don't owe motherfucking shit, bro. <laughs> and if I played it to what I, I did for people, what they did for me, I, I wouldn't be doing a lot. I'll tell you that right. much. There you go. Eat a motherfucking dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, but randomly, I was thinking earlier. I came across an article. Like Hugh Hefner would have been fucking canceled so much by now, dog. Hugh Hefner I'm was not too. Uh... You haven't was recruiting girls for Playboy and then marrying them as they were like 19, 20, and then they were just living in and you're just fucking them all. Oh, that's fire. You know, like, you know, <laughs> bro, we see him in so many different movies and whatnot. He had like 20, 30 girls living in his mansion at a time. We praised it. And I'm like, that would not, they would not be getting that shit off now. Right. The boss just bringing all his employees to live with him and then he's fucking them all. That's different. Not a shot. Buddy would have been sued out of this fucking world. Definitely would have been um, done. But, like, shout out to you, I guess. I don't mean, like, whatever. Whatever it works. As long as he wasn't doing nothing crazy, that shit ain't none of my fucking business. Mm-hmm. He's from a chair. 
Views from the chair, man. Until next time, uh, we ain't gonna miss next week. We'll be back. We'll be back. Don't play with Jake. Yeah. All right. Till next time.